This is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Wednesday, 17 January, Year of Alert 2024. Thank you for sticking around for the second hour um, of the War Room. This is where, as you know, we got a little different clock. I can get into topics in more detail. Uh, the president's supposed to speak at 7 o'clock. He may or may not be running late. We're trying to get to all that. Um, we're gonna, I want to get uh, another Arctic blast throughout the country, massive snow out in the re American Redoubt. I'm going to go to Davos here in a minute. With our own Nor Ben Laden, but I want to start with uh, I want to start with uh, Joe Reek. Joe, once again, I just want to make sure everybody's got access to the generators, everything you got up, the in-room heating. Uh, this blast is, is affecting all over the country. I think Nashville got a bunch more snow. It's just uh, bitter cold. The the whole thing. So where do people go? Yeah, you got to go to mypatriotsupply.com. Right now, we have our generator 300 on sale right now where you can save up to $50. Now, this is a unit that comes complete. It comes with the 100-watt solar panel. It comes with the Y adapter cord, so you can actually hook up a second panel and harvest up to 200 watts from the sun to recharge your solar unit. It can power your CPAP machines. It can power small refrigerators, your laptops. It can even charge your cell phone up to 20 times with one charge. Units like the, the solar generators, units like the Vesta, indoor space heater are critical, especially right now when we have massive power outage. We have this cold front that's blasting Americans. In fact, there's a few hundred thousand people right now without power. And these items are life saving. You know, we have the, the world's first indoor self-powered space heater sitting right behind me, this Vesta unit. It can heat up a room to up to 72 degrees, you know, 200 square foot room. So you get a couple of those for your home. You can put them in there. They're completely safe. It runs off of our six hour canned heat. So you can have, you know, continuous heat throughout the night. And of course, we still have our long-term emergency food. With these icy roads, it's very difficult for some of these trucks to deliver food to the grocery stores. So you got to get prepared. And like you tell the War Room Posse, Steve, preparation is key. It's a lot better to get prepared before an emergency than getting prepared during. So right now, take advantage of the special offers that we have. And if you if you don't know what to do or how to get started, immerse yourself in the information, as, as you like to say. Give us a call. We have preparedness specialists standing by ready to take your phone call. And if you want to get that, that number, that number is 866-229-0927. But disaster can strike anywhere, and it, it always pays to be prepared, Steve. Now, this is what I want to do. I know a lot of people are, this is kind of unfamiliar territory, but we need to be prepared. Uh, and the reason we need to be prepared, it, it, so it doesn't take away from your time manning the ramparts because you're having such a huge impact uh, on the world. We're going to go to Nor Ben Laden in a moment from Davos, and she will tell you not only is MAGA ascendant, people know it's ascendant and, and they're afraid of it. Joe, one more time, I want everybody today to call and to start talking to your folks, build relationship with My Patriot Supply. It's the number one company in the segment. You guys started, what, a couple of years ago, uh, what, 10 years ago or something? 15 years in one ago. Room. Yeah, 15 years ago selling, selling 15 emergency years ago, seeds. Unbelievable. The Patriot selling Seeds. seeds. Um, yeah, One more time. We're what's what's about the what number they go to and talk, talk? No, you're the best. W yes. where, give us the number and where do people go? So the number is 866-229-0927. And of course, the website is mypatriotsupply.com. There you can find hundreds of items that we offer, some of the best items in the industry. Nobody can touch our long-term emergency food. Our three-month kit, it's on sale right now at $597. You're saving over $200 on that. Get it now because all the things that are going on in the world, we are literally on the verge of World War III. With the movements by China, with the movements by Russia, yeah. invading more of the Ukraine, there's even talks about them invading Germany. You know, the whole European nation is is on notice right now. Yeah. Sweden's getting ready for, for war. 
and and we saw the disruptions in the supply chain and we see and we can see how quickly it can affect us here in the homeland so right now you got to get prepared because steve nobody's going to do it for you nobody's going to worry about your preparedness more than yourself get the peace of mind do the work and get prepared and if you don't know how to do it give us a call we're happy to help you out in any ways that we can Brother, thank you so much for doing this, and thank you for being there for the audience. So let's make sure you guys log your phone calls in today or go to the website. Thank you, sir. Joe Reed. All right. Thanks, Steve. You guys be my safe. My Patriot Supply, n- n- number one company in the space. Uh, somebody we need a generator and heater for is Nor Bin Laden. Nor, give us your assessment. You're a couple of days into this. Uh, you said something the audience just loved today, that MAGA and Trump are living rent-free in our psychopathic uh, overlords, heads, and Davos. Tell us about it. Yes, absolutely. As we discussed in the morning show earlier, you know, uh, President Trump is very, very much present here, even though he is not physically here, obviously. Um, but also during the morning show, uh, Steve, uh, the focus was on the deconstruction of the administrative state. And I think it is so important to state that the focus of the Davosian cult is the consolidation of the administrative state as a gateway to the socialist state, as a gateway to the communist state. This is what they are planning here in Davos. And I wanted to read to um, the War Room Posse one short quote by this man named Dan Smoot. He published in 1962 a book which you can find as a PDF online entitled The Invisible Government. And he had this to say, they are determined to convert this republic into a socialist province of a one world socialist system. And this is, as I just said, exactly what is going on here in Davos. And that is why they hate President Trump. They hate MAGA. They hate America first because it is it is about remaining a sovereign republic. And this is what they fear the most. Nor, as usual, you've come up with something brilliant because it keeps saying here Trump's a cult leader. This is a cult. MAGA's a cult. You just said the cult of Davos. What do you mean by that? Because Davos man is is put up as the, that's the insider. Everybody in every investment bank, every every business school, every and I mean throughout the world, whether you're in India, Japan, uh, Shanghai, uh, the United States, whether you're at Harvard or Sloan or anywhere, your your ticket to the big leagues is the is to become Davos man to get invited, be able to come here or come as a you know come as a uh, as a viewer. Why do you call it a cult? I call it a cult because. We are in the year 2024, but this plan dates back to way longer than this. From my research focusing um, on the more modern history, I would say it dates back to 1815 and the Congress of Vienna uh, and what happened in the 19th century and the 20th century. And so it is a cult because it's at its root an ideology and it's a plan that is intergenerational. And we are seeing the materialization of this plan today in 2024 because of the advent of technology and all the different developments of the last 50, 60, 70 years. There's been really an acceleration post-World War II, um, the world in the state post-World War II. The culmination has brought us to this point where they are on the brink of realizing this one world government, which they've been talking about for generations and generations. They've had different names for it. They've just circled back to the term New World Order. It's been uttered several times on different panels. You know, it went to um, global governance, great reset, build back better. They have all these catch terms that we're back to one world order and they're, they're openly talking about it. And so this is not a conspiracy because it's not hidden and it's never been hidden, Steve. Uh, they've been talking about plans for uh, the centralization of power via these international institutions for for ages and uh, if i have if i have a few minutes there's something else i would read i would like to read to the war room posse that is really important um to show how captured the establishment of the united states um is and this infiltration that has been taking place since your um since your um independence in 70 76 i'm just going to take 
one um, moment in time, which is the year 1972, when the Club of Rome published their seminal book, The Limits to Growth. In the aftermath of that book, uh, which I'm sure your audience will be familiar with, a lesser known thing happened, which is in 1975, Henry Steele Commager put out a statement called a declaration of interdependence. And I wanna read one or two excerpts from this so-called declaration of interdependence. And then I'm gonna tell you who signed it, right? Because Americans need to understand that this has been going on for a really long time. So part of the statement reads, two centuries ago, our forefathers brought forth a new nation. Now we must join with others to bring forth a new world order. We affirm that the resources of the globe are finite, not infinite, that they are the heritage of no one nation or generation, but of all peoples, nations, and of prosperity, that our deepest obligation is to transmit to that prosperity a planet richer in material bounty, in beauty, and in delight than we found it. Narrow notions of national sovereignty must not be permitted to curtail that obligation. 32 senators and 92 representatives in 1975 signed this treasonous declaration of interdependence. And it was endorsed obviously by UN agencies. And just to wrap up on this topic of what happened at that time, you had one brave Republican Congresswoman, Marjorie Holt from Maryland. She refused to sign that declaration and she had this to say, it calls for the surrender of our national sovereignty to international organizations. It declares that our economy should be regulated by international authorities. It proposes that we enter a new world order that would redistribute the wealth created by the American people. And Steve, don't tell me that this isn't exactly what's been happening for the past 50, 60, 70 plus years, the redistribution of the wealth of the American people. I wanted to say something. Henry Steele Commager was one of the uh, foundational thinkers for American liberalism in the post-war order, uh, you know, very big uh, proponent of Adlai Stevenson. But uh, what pe a lot of people don't remember is he was vicious against McCarthy. When McCarthy called out the communists in the State yes. Department that gave uh, gave China to Mao Zedong. Also, you've hit on one of my favorite topics there, nor as you normally do. And um, when you talked about the beginning of this was the Congress of 1815 in Vienna. Uh, Dr. Henry, Henry Kissinger's Ph.D. thesis at Harvard was a work called A World Restored, uh, the post-Napoleonic order that was put together by Metternich, Castlereagh and others uh, to set up this kind of new world order, which he hoped to be a uh, to get away from a, 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 basically the Westphalian system, ultimately to restore Europe to the United States of Europe. That was Dr. Kissinger's Ph.D. thesis at Harvard was publishing a book called The World Restored. So your bang spot on on this. Uh, before I let you go, I know it's freezing cold. It just um, it, are they viewing Trump coming back, the return of Trump and MAGA ascendant as a problem to be dealt with? I mean, are they because, you know, disease X and, and all the everything you've given us over the last couple of days and Naomi Wolf is saying, hey, when they're talking about disease X and these other things, misinformation, they already have their battle plan. Right. They're, they're not bringing these topics up for discussion. That That's what they serve the public on the stages. But they have a uh, are they looking at us and they looking at MAGA as a problem to be confronted? Oh, 100 percent. And that's why I said yesterday that they're going to throw everything they can at us in 2024 to thwart MAGA, to thwart America first. And as we're seeing with the insane lawfare going on to thwart President Trump. And I would really like to urge the policy if they missed Dr. Wolf's segment with you yesterday to watch it because um, Dr. Wolf goes straight at the heart of the Davos ideology, which is eugenics. And make no mistake, if you look at the history of all of these organizations, you will find the biggest proponents of eugenics. And they've just rebranded it in a way because the term is so negatively um, connoted, and so they've had to rebrand it in a different way, but it is very much a eugenics 
plan that we're seeing right now and today's iteration of a um, Julian Huxley or, or of a George Bernard Shaw is obviously Bill Gates, who's been here um, this week touting these new health innovations. And we saw as well earlier this week on Monday, uh, it was announced by the Bill and, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation um, that they were going to uh, deploy their biggest annual budget yet to finance all these things. And, um, and Bill Gates also on record again touting um, the necessity of controlling, quote, population growth. Um, so he's here this week and uh, everything just ties together, um, Steve. And to mention again, Henry Kissinger, we're here in Davos in 2024 for the WEF. The WEF is an offshoot of Henry Kissinger's international seminar and Klaus Schwab was one of um, uh, Henry Kissinger's disciple. Klaus Schwab is on record saying that Henry Kissinger was his mentor and that they were very, very close. So, yeah. as I said, it's no. intergenerational, intergenerational, and it goes back all the way to the Congress of Vienna, at least. Nor Ben Laden, social media. How do people follow you when you're off air here at War Room, ma'am? And where do they go for your website? Sure. Uh, my uh, getter and ex are Nor Ben Laden. Uh, substack norbinladen.substack.com and you can find more information about the web with this website I created with my friend Nick Sharuti called weendfreedom.com Nora, thank you so much and you're such a hero for staying out there in the freezing cold and reporting to us. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Anything for you guys in the War Room Plus team. Always a pleasure. Well, you're, you're fantastic. A big hero. What a, what a, what a warrior. Ben, um, Ben, uh, Ben Harwood George is from Rome. Ben, <laughs> the British government's about to fall because of open borders. We're going to get to that in a second because this is a, an, it's obviously a global problem <clears throat> of what they brought on. Give me your assessment of the first couple of days of Davos. Um, well, Steve, firstly, uh, good, good evening to you. And um, I was interested in what, what Nor was just saying about this being effectively a socialist plot. Um, I have to take a step back, however, in listening to that, because as far as, uh, as I observe, socialism is basically doesn't really. If you want to see socialism in action, look at the Catholic Church. Um, that, you have real sort of almost communist, real believers there in, in, in the current Vatican Church. It doesn't really exist outside, however, in, in, in the international sphere. Look, if you, if, you, if you consider the United States right now, um, the top uh, 80% of the um the top excuse me, the top 20 percent of wealth holders own 90 percent of the wealth um socialism is really about taking wealth from those who create it and giving it to the poor nobody in power and i don't think anyone in in switzerland is particularly interested in the state of the poor and the condition of the poor uh, what they're interested in doing is designing a system that those who, who are above their political process can game for their own benefit and that's what we see happening you saw, you saw, I, I, knew, I think you saw um, last week the, the, the Guardian and a lot of the international press, in fact, came out with this study that said that the top five wealth holders, that is to say the five richest people in the world, doubled their wealth last year. This isn't, um, this isn't natural. This is obviously not a, a consequence of, of socialism. It's a, it's a system and, and Davos is instrumental here in gaming this system so that the rich get richer while the poor get poor. poor. And that's not a consequence of free market capitalism obviously it's a it's a, it's a problem with corrupt elites gaming the system davos the, the thing that i saw in the last few days that really uh, caught my attention we corresponded about this steve was this announcement uh, and some people i think were a little too quick to to say that basically that's it now the war is over the, the president of, of switzerland and the president of, of, of ukraine and Vladimir Zelensky came out with a joint conference, press conference, and they announced together that they were going to have a peace summit. And then, you know, as I say, a lot of people hit social media saying, right, this is it, the war is over, basically. Uh, we can all go home. Very far from that, because it was just an illustration of how these people are manipulating the press to, to push out a certain message. The reality is very different. The re reality in this situation is that what Zelensky was interested in was not a peace conference, that is to say, a sit sitting down at the table with Russia and negotiating a ceasefire. 
um, because Russia was explicitly ruled out from participating in this conference. So you can't have a peace conference between two warring factions when one of the, 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 the parties is, is, is not going to be there. The peace that Zelensky and um, Switzerland and, of course, all the international media were, were applauding was a peace on Ukraine's terms, let's say, where the West would come in and give even more support to, to Ukraine than it's currently doing, perhaps taking a little bit of the slack uh, that, that's being freed up now as, as the United States withdraws from this event. Um, and eventually work towards a peace on Ukrainian terms. That, of course, wasn't in the headlines. And it was really sort of, you had to read the press, read to the bottom paragraphs to understand that, that it was really just a, 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 an, a, an innumerable occasion of, of the manipulation of the media by, by the international managers of events. Uh, because they think, you know, Steve, as you would say, this is how stupid they think we are. Right now we're ascendant and we're in their heads. Uh, they still treat us like idiots. I want to go to something that I want to make sure the audience is following because it's it, just like Brexit paralleled or was the forerunner uh, to the Trump victory uh, in November 16. Brexit happened in, in June of 16, but we worked on it for years beforehand. The, the British government may actually fall the same time that we're trying to shut down the government here, virtually on the same topic. It's different in a little bit, but I want to make sure people understand that Rishi Sunak, who last week I think either went to Ukraine or committed 2.5 billion more pounds that the British don't have, right, to 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 the oligarchs in Ukraine, he's got a he's got a crisis of really invasion, right? It's 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 invasion. This one I think a maritime invasion, and. It's going to cause the fall of his government, exactly like we got to shut down the government here over the invasion of the southern border. It's pretty stunning how both of them are coming up at the exact same time. And it looks like the solution is going to be, in one, a government actually fall, potentially falls here, a shutdown of the financing of the government. Can you explain to the audience what's happening in the United Kingdom? Steve, there are very strong parallels between the UK and the US right now. If I can just interject with a single, a simple observation, however, a single observation. It's difficult to express to other nations how, um, if you come from an island, like, like the UK is, how, that, how you have an island mentality. Um, and to some extent, the current migration catastrophe facing the United Kingdom right now, it hits us in the heart, hits Britain heart even more than what, 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 what you're seeing when you're seeing people cross the Rio Grand um, on, the, on the southern border, because we are an island. There is zero reason, zero reason how people can be escaping illegally and entering illegally in, in, into the United Kingdom unless the government is conniving um, and allowing this to happen. So this is sort of really far more visceral, I would suggest, if it were possible. And I know Americans are, are increasingly um, without any patience whatsoever. Now, Steve, here's the... Um, Here's the parallel between UK and, and the US. In both cases, you're dealing with a legislature where it has a rump of what the, the mainstream media will call the, the right or the far right or whatever you want to call it. But that basic, that the element of, of the right of the spectrum, which isn't part of the uni party, sell out. Um, increasingly getting to the point now, perhaps they've gone beyond the point where they are no longer interested in compromising, even with their own party leadership. They are going to sort of, they, 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 are, they are sort of, even though they're numerically uh, in, in a minority, they are now uh, in, in, a, in a situation where they are not compromising and they are insisting. And if, if the government falls in the, in the United Kingdom or if the speaker uh, is subject to, to a motion to vacate one after another, this is where these people are because they are directly listening to and representing their constituents. This, this is not like the, the majority of the uni party where they basically think it's their life's mission to tell the people what the elites are going to give them for their own good. These are people who are listening to the, to the people and feeding that back up into the legislative process. With regards to the UK, that there's this situation here with, with the immigration and, and the government's inability to deal with it. Um, Specifically, there's a piece of legislation going through. They had the amendments, I, th I think, yesterday, uh, and the final vote's taking place this evening to do with moving people who, who've, um, shipping people who've entered the country illegally out to Rwanda to have their 
post their asylum post asylum applications processed whilst they're there in East Africa. Uh, and of course, the European Convention of Human Rights um, keeps stepping in and blocking this. So you have a, a rump of 60 Conservative members of Parliament, and they're saying, look, this isn't good enough. They, 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 they tried to table amendments yesterday, which were voted down because they didn't have Rishi Sunak's um, uh, uh, approval. And they're saying, basically, all we're doing is setting ourselves up for a future defeat with regards to the European courts. And people aren't at the point where they're not going to accept this. Why is this so important, Steve? Because right now, and I flagged this up on our new special, for me, the biggest international story uh, that, that took place in the end of 2020, 2023 and and uh, and tipped over into 2024 i flagged this up it was going to be the death you remember steve we discussed this i said if nigel farage sort of rejoins this reform uk political party um that it would be difficult to see that the toy party could ever form a government again i remember the conversation we had on air yes um yes three weeks later steve three weeks later steve the the, the uk press is now picking this up they had a poll that came out in the Sunday in the in the Sunday Times last Sunday, and in that poll, Lord Frost, who's quite close, by the way, by the way, open brackets to Boris Johnson, had commissioned Tory peer, Tory member of the House of Lords, commissioned a poll, and and this poll, in Lord uh, Frost's own words, indicated that Tory party was heading towards, and I quote, an extinction event at the next general election. Um, now, I phoned the Tory party. I phoned their press office on Monday and I asked them for a quote. I, I, I tell you what, I said, Look, uh, uh, hang, hang on, Ben, 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 hang on one second. We're going to take a short commercial break. Ben Harnwell is going to join us on the other side. Make sure you go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. Got to do it today. The end of the dollar empire. It's all free. Download it. Short break. Back in a moment. True or false, using your tax refund to pay off credit card debt is a smart thing. Actually, that's false. Donewithdebt.com published a brilliant strategy designed to let you keep your hard-earned tax refund and reduce or eliminate credit card debt. Most Americans owe thousands in credit card debt. In fact, Daily Mail's got a story that 56 million Americans carry credit card debt, and that debt will take years to pay off if you pay it off at all. Done with Debt found that filing bankruptcy is usually not the answer, and taking out loans to pay off credit cards usually increases the debt. When you engage Done with Debt, their legal experts and skilled negotiators take on the credit card companies for you. Their winning strategies are designed with one goal, solve your debt situation quickly and permanently. First things first, chat with a Done with Debt strategist and explore your solutions. Some debt-fighting strategies are time-sensitive, so you'll need to move quickly. For a free consultation, visit donewithdebt.com. That's donewithdebt.com. Do it today. Take action. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on. Grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. 
They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit TaxNetworkUSA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views, publicsq.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at publicsq.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, President Trump is, is coming up. He's going to give a speech here. We're going to be covering it wall to wall. Of course, Lou Dobbs follows us at 7 on uh, on the Lindell TV um, and on uh, John Frederick's radio network. But President is going to come up and speak at 7. We're going to be live streaming that on Getter uh, and on um, on Rumble and all our other platforms, I think, over at, uh, at uh, Telegram also. So we'll be all over this and giving commentary. Uh, the poll out today, as I talked about in the five o'clock hour from NBC News, President Trump had 50 percent. Uh, Nikki Haley, uh, the neo, neocon Nikki, at 34 percent. And uh, DeSantis, who should drop out immediately at 5 percent. And so uh, we've been telling Governor Santos or giving our free advice over the air that he should drop out immediately. You finish with five or under 5 percent, 5 percent. I mean, it's just a joke. Your, your, your national political figure time. Uh, will be up permanently. And if you just keep hanging out here, it's going to be ridiculous. President Trump speaks at 7, maybe running late, uh, as often as the case, given his schedule. Uh, so make sure you check it out today. Uh, New Hampshire, we have wall-to-wall coverage on uh, New Hampshire. I want to make sure everybody is up to speed on what's going on there. Um, once again, the Birch Gold. Take an opportunity to go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. And make sure we always love the interaction of our audience with our sponsors. Make sure you get Philip Patrick and the advisors on the phone. It's time now for you to fully understand this de-dollarization movement, particularly among our allies, quote-unquote allies, like in the UAE, Saudi Arabia, that are trying to get off petrodollars and actually do uh, transactions in uh, with the CCP, long-term output deals with oil in Yuan, uh, that, to the detriment of the United States. So make sure you go. Talk to them about what's going on de-dollarization and read. You get for free the end of the dollar empire. We go through from the founding of the nation all the way up to these fights on Capitol Hill over a budget about currency and about how important it was uh, for us to have the uh, prime reserve currency. Hey, if you didn't think it's important, 
look at the history of the United Kingdom, and particularly when the pound stopped being the reserve currency, um, they've had some pretty grim couple of decades there. Uh, but I want to go back because th- this is so this 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 situation with the invasion of the Camp of the Saints, the invasions, and I realize that's a controversial book and it has some very ugly parts to it. But its overall thesis is one that should not be lost on people about the elites' inability to protect the sovereignty of their own nations. Uh, this book was written back in the 70s. A guy was sitting on a beach in Cannes, I think during the film festival, and came up with the idea. But we can, you know, you mentioned about Nigel. But I just want to make sure people understand that this vote that's taking place today, and they may have another reading tomorrow or whatever, the British government, actually, the Tories may actually, is there a possibility, because you're having guys punching out of the party. I mean, it's vicious. It's as vicious there as it is here. Can the UK government actually fall? Do you think they'll, you think they'll avoid that over this? And explain to people what they're trying to do. They're talking about sending folks back uh, that are trying to invade their country from the sea, correct? I would say the government can't fall on this issue, on this vote, uh, because it's not a confidence vote. And in any case, the government would have the numbers, I think, if it were a confidence vote to uh, to, to pass the bill. Um, but that doesn't mean that Rishi Sunak, the prime minister, won't say, you know, I've had enough. I don't want to see this. My, my government stretched out and humiliated like John Major's government did. Um, uh, before it was absolutely annihilated in, on May the 1st, 1997. He might say, because he's a young guy, Rishi, he's rich, his wife's very rich, uh, he's, he can potentially think of a future for himself outside of politics. Some people speculated he, he'll go to Google, like the, the former um, Deputy Prime Minister, Sinek Clegg, uh, went to Meta, and is, I think he's number two now. So, so, so he has a potential future. He doesn't necessarily want to see himself humiliated by losing votes and losing amendments night day after day. So potentially he could he could quit. Yeah, and um, not I, I don't even say quit as prime minister. He might just say, okay, we'll go for a general election now. Um, I do want to say, Steve, in in the background to all of what's going on, and you had two deputy chairmen of the Tory Party, parliamentary uh, uh, MPs, who resigned today. Uh, because um, because they voted uh, for these amendments against the will of the, 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 the party leadership. I will say this, that in the background to this, if you're looking at all of the, the little pockets of resistance and opposition against uh, Rishi Sunak and, and the Tory party parliamentary leadership, there does seem to be a certain person there um, pulling the strings. Uh, who seems to be connected in one way or another to, to, to all of the most high-profile dissent. And that person, and this is a conversation for, for another day, uh, is Boris Johnson. And he almost certainly would be thinking about a return to politics, a Trump-like return uh, to, 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 to the premier office of the state. As of course, Steve, I'm just saying this, I'm just saying this, when he resigned, I, I, I do recall saying that, that Boris Johnson was not going anywhere. Um, with, in terms of his political ambitions. He definitely uh, is there trying to make this as hard for Rishi Sunak as possible. And one of the things, one of the strategies here that the dissenters are trying to do, because they know the party is going to get annihilated, and I, and I bring up that quote again again from Lord Frost, is facing an extinction event. One of the things that the dissenters are trying to do, Steve, is pin the failure squarely on, on Rishi Sunak and his uni party colleagues. They want, you know, if the party's going to go down at the next general election, they want this, they, they want him to go down on the back of failing to having done something about immigration. So that's part of the larger uh, strategy of, of, of the background there. But don't ever, uh, and I say this to the war Posse, don't ever take your eyes off, off, off Boris Johnson with all that's going on right now. He's certainly there let me let me let me let me let me pivot back to something that is very relevant to this audience as we get involved and make these calls about the funding of the U.S. government. Um, the uh, this peace conference is just give me a sense of where Zelensky is in, in getting the Europeans to have a united front about Ukraine, because here I can tell you. And they don't even want to bring it up. It is adamant, the, the, not just MAGA, but I think now the entire Repub- Republican electorate, except for the hardcore neocons, just we don't have the money. They don't want to talk about the supplemental. There's no interest. I mean, they're trying to hold our border hostage uh, in the invasion, you know, hostage 
here for us to react. But there's no appetite here whatsoever for any more money in Ukraine, except for the except for the the radical, um, you know, anti-Putin crowd over in the Democratic Party, right? Who who have made him like uh, a demon, um, and they're doing that for cultural and social reasons, not nothing to do with the uh, the national security aspect of it. But is 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 because he's not welcome like a hero at Davos anymore, is it? Is his time over? Is this cause of Ukraine uh, over? The people generally want to have a real peace conference, and a real negotiation. Or are we just still in the middle of this thing? The the people, def, you know, the European peoples definitely want to see that. I would suggest clear majority. There's been a majority in, in favor in, in Italy um, against uh, supporting uh, Zelensky. I, I think for the last eighteen months. Uh, Italy's and Italy's sort of, I, I think, at the vanguard of that. The the European elites, the, the elites that run the political parties, are are lagging somewhat. And I have to say, I'm detecting here the presence of the United States, sort of rallying and and, and nudging the European countries along in support in, in their support of Zelensky. From the war room's perspective, you know, there's probably a little wrong with that, and because Americans have wanted for some time to see Europe taking the slack a little bit more. And that's what Europe seems to, seems to be doing. Um, I noticed that this morning, so I saw something in the Financial Times, that Germany, the German Chancellor, um, Olaf Scholz, had pledged some 3.2, three, uh, a billion euros to, to Zelensky in financial and military support. And interestingly, Steve, this was immediately criticised by, of all people, the, the European Commission, I think, for, for, for competition, um, saying, you know, this is outrageous that Germany is giving this support unilaterally to Zelensky. He ought to be giving it to the European Union so we can disperse it by our, our own mechanisms. Um, so so the, 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 obviously you can see that there's a tension here that the European Union is trying to use the war in Ukraine as an opportunity as for a power grab for its own power over member states. And you can start to see that the member states are cottoning onto this and trying to resist. So whereas, to answer your question in a roundabout way, there, there, there is a movement in, in Europe now. I think they're starting to, bizarrely, because the, the peoples are moving, getting less and less patient. Um, but the European uh, leaders are starting moving ever so slightly closer to Zelensky and giving him a, a little bit more support now as, as America retreats. Um, but interestingly, the, the back uh, the background to this is that I think rather cynically, the European Union now is, is using this as an opportunity for, for, for not just self-aggrandizement, but for, for it's, it's a straight up power grab over the sovereignty of, of member states. So that I think is certainly a dynamic that, that we'll want to be watching on, on the war room. Ben, uh, before we go, uh, closing comments, observations on MAGA living rent-free in the uh, in the heads of the guys in Davos. Um, how how knowing that we're ascending here politically and they see it throughout the rest of the world, what could our audience look for of as far as these demons go of trying to thwart uh, MAGA, sir? Well, you know, the, you know out of out of. Um not just out of Davos, uh, out of Davos, but not only out of Davos, also out of, out of the European Union. There have been a number of articles over the last seven or 10 days of people on the left of the political spectrum saying, look, Trump is going to return and we're going to have to work with him. Um, so, but the background to that is that it's not just a case of that Donald Trump um, is returning and, and this reality is, is now sort of uh, firmly uh, recognised by the, the European elites. The European elites also, they're not just seeing Donald Trump, they're seeing a wider movement here. You know, and we've flagged this up before on the show, and I think we're going to do a special at some point. This, this is the, the, the rise. They, they see this, they lump it all together with what they're calling the rise of the far right, which they're terrified about, especially in the European Union elections in June. And how everything I've just said, Steve, on the show today teased together, the reason that the far right to use to use the mainstream media's term now, the reason why they're fearing the the the, the rise of the non-establishment right is because of this situation to do with immigration. So it's all of a piece. Um, and I just close with this, Steve. Yes. Um, there was an article in in today's uh, Guardian which uh, had a, um, a an Austrian think tank. Uh, saying that immigration is going to rise in 20, it's going to be higher in 2024 than it was in 2023. 
this is a, the, the four, excuse me, the five yearly uh, mandate for the European Parliament taking place right slap bang in the middle of that. So this is what's what's creating Davos really sort of that their paranoia is that and you know this has been a recurrent theme for Davos is that the, the, their power over the control of, of, the, of, the, of the popular imagination right around the world is slipping out of their grasp. Um, and yet they still don't want to do anything about the underlying uh, cause of this in the United States and again here in Europe. There is always this issue, which is, oh, another article in The Guardian today said that, that immigration was becoming the number one issue right across the European Union. So you have this immigration issue. I've said it before on the show. This yeah. is the number one existential issue facing the European Union. It means that the, the, the non-establishment political parties are going to be drawing strength in Europe, yeah. as indeed yeah. is the MAGA okay. movement in, um, in America. Just, just like Brexit was the forerunner and set the predicate for the 2016, the June Brexit vote that got England's sovereignty back was a predicate for Trump's 2016 vote. The European Parliament vote... That I think takes place in June. Once again, God works in mysterious ways. Will be the predicate for 2024. Ben, where do people go on social media to make sure they're following you? All your great commentary, analysis, and writings. Beautifully put, Steve. That was an excellent synthesis. Yep, uh, I'm on Getter. That's my social media platform of choice. Type in my surname there, Harnwell at Harnwell, and that's where I have uh, exclusively my thoughts, analysis, observations. Thanks, Steve. God bless. Thanks, brother. Remember, one of the things we're trying to do here on the, on the besides getting you ready for preparedness to, to talk about different products that are coming out about health is really to help build this alternative economy. Uh, we're tired of council culture. We're tired of, uh, you know, the bank shutting people down, uh, the law firms not taking on people, but working for lawfare, uh, the big media platforms. You know, we're, we're banned, I think, for life from Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, all of it. The show's still massive. And one of the reasons we do this is to support entrepreneurs that are in this. Make sure you go to Public Square. Michael Seifert and the team over there have really built up an exchange. You know, you can it's all for free. Just download the app or go to the website now. If you're an entrepreneur, you can list for free your products and services. And if you're curious about meeting these people, looking at their products, and, and stop giving money to people that hate you, you can go there. So go to publicsquare.com today and check it out. Immerse yourself in what's happening over there and support these patriots. It's totally free for you. So check it out, publicsquare.com, the backbone of the alternative economy. Also, Patriot Mobile, the folks there, it's a Christian company, has Christian beliefs, gives X amount of money to groups that, you know, like veterans groups, uh, Second Amendment, first responders. But this is a devout Christian a company and you can get the service. What they do is they use the backbone of the cell service companies, the providers, and they take it on on top of that, but you're paying them and it's their service. This is so much is carved out regulatorily, but you can stop giving your money to people that hate you. Start giving your money to people that support your values. So go to uh, Patriot mobile. The team over there is absolutely incredible. Big supporters of the war and big supporters of the alternative economy. Remember, we're building up an alternative economy for people that support your values, not people that hate you, hate your family, and hate your values, because that's what corporate America, quite frankly, the big corporations turn into. How do I know that? Let me bring in Mike Lindell. You talk about a patriot, talk about a guy that's put it all on the line. I think only besides Trump, President Trump, it's put it all on the line. You know, that's why I call him the American Cincinnatus. Mike Lindell's been there fighting day one. You know, Mike Lindell didn't start as a guy that questioned elections or anything like this. It was the evidence. People don't know this, but Mike Lindell is a mathematical genius. I, I'm so stunned. That's why in his previous pre-Christian era, he was a card counter and a degenerate gambler because he's such a great mathematician. But he it was just the math that said, hey, something's not right here with these elections. Once he got into it, all of a sudden, Mike Lindell's canceled by Walmart, canceled by Big Box, and now canceled by Fox News, brother. Tell me what you got for the War Room Posse. We know President Trump's coming here. You got Lou Dobbs in your own network. I'm sure that has something to do with the Lou Dobbs shows. Follows us next. President right. Trump's going to speak to the nation. He's up by he's up by 16 points in New Hampshire uh, by an NBC poll. Uh, brother, talk to me about Fox's loss is War Room's gain. What do we mean by that? A a absolutely. They're, they, uh, all the commercials we were doing that we brought to them last week that they turned down the cash for one of them was our blankets. We have that. We have all these blankets that came in. Every kind of blanket you can think of. The best blankets ever developed. And uh, remember, we take pride in every product we make. And there they are. Use the promo code War Room. That first square that you click on that. Logan, go ahead and click on that. Uh, uh, the that square. 
Look at all the blankets that came in, everybody. All of these blankets for the War Room Posse. Uh, use that promo code War Room, and we're going to have your whole order shipped for free shipping. Uh, we've got down blankets, we've got plush blankets. We've got all these amazing blankets. And now we've discounted them even more for the War Room Posse, who has had our back. And uh, you can call 800-873-1062. You guys, take advantage of free shipping. Get those beds that my employees, you know, the 100% made in the USA with the beds and the and the mattress toppers. We're in, we're in the biggest fight for our lives this next year. You all need to be sleeping well, and you all need to be get the best sleep ever so during the day we can keep trying to save our country and get our great real president reelected. Okay, Lou Dobbs follows us here on Lindell TV. Of course, the president's supposed to speak at 7. We'll see if that's going to get – normally he's running a few minutes late. Mike Lindell, MyPillow.com, promo code Warham. Get the sale. Hey, if Fox is not going to let the audience see him, Mike Lindell here at Lindell TV, a real America's voice on Getter, on Rumble, all of it, War Room will. Make sure you take advantage of it, 800-873-1062. Brother Lindell, thank you. And thank you for getting Lou Dobbs to follow us. It's made my life. Lou Dobbs is next. Stick around. The president is going to address New Hampshire. He's up by 16 points. Let's close it out with a massive win. We're going to be back in the War Room 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. I will guarantee you one thing. As sure as the turning of the earth, it will be on fire as we do the countdown to uh, to shutting down the government on Friday night. See you back here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.